Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Lamp. I'm your host, James Lamp here. And my guest today, me and this brother go way back to Suitland High School. Good man, BDR Music. Thank you for joining me. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me, man. Did, wait a minute, did you say Key? Francis got Key, man. You know what? So what's crazy was I was thinking that, but I was like, I'm not 100% sure. I was like, because... You know, we had classes together in ninth grade, so that's how I remember for sure. Yeah. Yeah, Francis got key, man, you know. <laughs> we, <laughs> really we, we, back, man. We've been running, we've we been knowing each other all these years. That's crazy, man. Yeah, that's crazy. Man. But look, man, I, before I get started, man, I, I just want to thank you for doing this because I know, man, I, I follow you on Instagram and you out here putting in work with the clothes and rapping, so I know your schedule is busy, man, so I appreciate you doing this. Oh, I, uh, I appreciate you having me. You feel so me? I want, yeah, yes, sir. Definitely. <laughs> so I want to get started, man, with the um, the environment you grew up in. How did that influence you as a rapper? Uh, well, the environment I, I grew up in, it, it basically gave me substance for the kind of music that I make. You see what I'm saying? And, and being able to see all these things happen at such a young age and kind of adapt to them, but then uh, emerge from it. So, like I said, it was like fuel for a lot of my music and with that environment, you know, you want to get out of it. So you start really taking it serious, you know what I'm saying? And putting substance different, you know, it's a part of my music, it's part of my life. So I use it to the best of my ability. Now, how old was you when you wrote your first song? Hmm, when I wrote my first song, I think I may have been about Maybe nine or ten. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. More over exaggerate. Yeah, probably nine or ten. But I actually wrote it on this. My grandmother got me a computer way back then. It was called Smith Corona. I don't know if people still remember them computers, but it was one of them. And I, I wrote like a love song back then, a little rap. You know, my name is Junie D, and I'm here to say I love you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That type of jam. But you know, but you know, it, it ain't really start back up. I ain't really. Get, get back into it, writing until probably uh, my first song when I came back around was like, it was a song called Doc City that I actually wrote for the night, it's just freestyle all the time. And that was Man. like, I was like 15, 16, 15, I was like 15, you know, I was 15 when I wrote Doc City. <clears throat> so look, I'm going to touch on a lyric, like, I'm going to tell you the lyrics in one of your, I'm sure it was the intro. Mm-hmm. To um to your old to your album old law great album by the way make sure y'all check that out thanks yeah you said, yeah man you said you on one of the on this lyrics you said your sister gave you your first cracker up right that she did that yeah. man that threw me for a loop because you know normally it's you know your brother your cousin right yeah yeah I mean I I had, I had uh cousins i got brothers and stuff too they wasn't really around my sister was like we grew up in the same house she was older than me so she was she had got a hold of the streets kind of first and me just kind of being in that environment you know what i'm saying I, I knew she was up to and i just was kind of like you know begging her man man give me man give me something man Ooh. so one day she was like man hey man you better get caught with this shit either type okay you can i cuss on here yeah, 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 uh, man, we grown. It was already too late, but, you know, I, I'm a child, yeah, but, 
Yeah, so she gave, uh, you know, yeah, she gave she gave it to me, you know what I'm saying? Gave me a little something, something, try to get started, you know, so. Yeah, that's where that lyric came from, you know. Sister gave me crack rock, yeah. That that one, that I was like, because I had to go back and listen to that again. And of course, you know, I know Hill, I know Hill Top, because, you know, we all, yeah, you know right. I was like. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, you know, I wanted to touch on, um, you know, you you don't make it a secret in your lyrics. You you say how you had to do um, eight years. Right. At any time, did you think, did you feel like your career was going to be over? I definitely did. You know what I'm saying? I I, I did. Uh, like when I first went in, I remember speaking to my sister about it. And she was saying, you know, because it was kind of like at the beginning. You know what I'm saying? I maybe was in not even a year yet or a year. And I was talking to her, she was like, uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So you're going to do music when you get out? You still going to do music? And I was like, man, hell no, man. Ooh. And she just like, oh, yeah, like hell to them. But the next time I talked to her, she just basically just cussed me out. Like, man, you're stupid. you stupid as shit. Like, just going on me. Like, what you mean, man? Good music is timeless, man. That age stuff, it don't matter. You know what I'm saying? People still like Scarface and ooh, this and that. So she was just, you know, giving me law and that kind of, I was like, ah, oh, think about it. Cause even while I was in for a while, like I, I wouldn't rap, like I couldn't even watch videos or nothing. My, my spirit was broke when I see it. It just made me like, oh, dang. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, cause I was almost dead. Like, you cause know, you I, had a, cause you had a good following, right? Before I right, 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 right. I had a great following. You know, so like I said, I got locked up at the album release party. So, you know, but like you know, being in and you know, videos come on 106 and Park, and man, I'm sitting right there watching it, like, dang. That's just somebody like Wale or somebody come on. I'm like, no, 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 this the Wale or nothing. I'm just saying, like, I'd be like, damn. You know what I'm saying? That supposed to be me. Yeah, because, I mean, he's from the area. So I, I, right, I yeah. understand that. Yeah. yeah. How did you? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Now, one time, my, my, my homeboy, you know, my right hand man, he had a video on 106 and Pop. And I talked to him that week. And I was just saying, man, you ain't making no music out there. You BSing, man. He was like, shh. Y'all got, got BT? Watch 106 and Park this Friday. New joint of the day. Who is it? Uh, my man, Booby. You know what I'm Boobie. saying? Yeah. Yeah, Booby. Uh, you know, he one of my, my label mates, brother, CEO, Oi Boys Records, Oi Boys Music Group. You know, we all was doing the music thing together. So to see my whole crew on there, I was like, oh, the Oi popping on the screen, everybody running around calling me. Hey, shit, yo, you man on TV? That just made me like, oh. But you know, how, how did you how did you manage to recapture your momentum? Uh, actually, uh, you said when I was in or when I was no, out. No, when when you got because when you got out, like how did you manage to recapture? Because you oh, said you was pretty much done. Right, right, yeah. I mean, while I was in, I I kind of got back to it. You see, what I'm saying I, I start finding my rhythm again. Sometimes I just be, you know, feeling a vibe. And then one of my buddies was in with me, TJ. He also used to rap with us. So and he was in, you know what I'm saying, quite longer than me. But so every Friday in there, we used to rap outside for everybody. You see what I'm saying? So that kind of, and we did that for like two, three years straight. Every Friday, rain, sleet, or snow, everybody comes here to rap. But we rapping out back, like just, you know, it's like a cypher type thing, but we doing songs. So that got me back in the creative process. Because every Friday, you want to have something new. You see what I'm saying? So I started, okay. like, oh, I got something new for this Friday. It's like a show down there. So that kept me kind of polished on my, you know. So then when I came out, I had a whole bunch of material. 
because I stopped back creating. So the, the day I got out, I went to the studio that night. And wow. I did I did Fuck Everybody uh, and two other songs that was on my first mixtape I dropped when I got out. Uh, it was called OJ. You know what I'm saying? The best who ever did it and got away with it. Uh, like OJ, but OJ. Yeah, so that was the first. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. What now? What was some? What was some of the biggest lessons you learned while you was in? While you had to do those eight years? Some of the biggest lessons I learned is um, time waits for no man. That's one of them, and that you know, it's consequences to everything you do, and these consequences or these decisions you make, these decisions you make can, you know, either have a positive outcome or a negative outcome. But it all starts with your thinking process. That's one of the biggest things that I really learned. You know what I'm saying? It was like my biggest lesson in there was that it becomes a thought and your thought becomes your action. And with your action, you know, it's going to be a negative or positive outcome for yourself. So you got to think about stuff before you do it. You know what I'm saying? But you got to change your thought process to even come up with these positive or negative thoughts. You feel me? Man, how did, like, you know, being in that environment, like, how did you, how were you able, I know it it wasn't every day, because, look, in that environment, I know it was some down days, but the days that you wasn't down and you were positive, like, how did you get yourself to that mindset? Uh, Well, I stayed busy. I I read a lot. I, uh... I listen to music all the time. So the music always put me in my happy place. And I worked out, you know what I'm saying? But I was also in this drug program, though. It's called ODAP. They got it in the federal institutions. Uh, if you complete it, you know what I'm saying? It's case-by-case case basis. But if you complete it, you take it like 18 months off your sentence. You dig know what I'm saying? So when I was in there, that's kind of their uh, main thing that they be trying to get people to understand, like the thought, the thought process. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a drug program, but they focus on uh, why why we do what we do, basically. Your criminal behaviors or stuff you have that's habits, it's not good for you. So that really, you know what I'm saying? That, I was in there. I was in there. I did the program. It was like a nine-month program, but they kept me around as a counselor for like three years. So after I graduated, they kept me there to help them relay the message to other people. Like I was like an assistant drug treatment specialist, basically. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So that means you made you made you made a hell of an impact on that time. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They they used to love me. They used to call me BDR dot. You know the name of the program <laughs> R dot Residential <laughs> Drug Abuse Program. They start calling me BDR dot. Like I was like the face of it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Dang. Yeah. Now you mentioned you mentioned you actually read some books. What was some? What was one of the more influential books that you read? One of the more influential books that I read. <laughs> Hmm, I read a whole bunch. Let me see. Uh, it's this book called How to Hustle and Win by uh, Dr. Supreme Understanding. Okay. I, I really enjoyed that one. Uh, let me see. It was some more. It's, it's, it's a bunch of them. But I'm giving you like kind of documentaries, kind of like Jay-Z Decoded. Oh, Jay-Z Decoded, Decoded was good. Cause, you know, I like music. You know, I'm a big Jay-Z fan, but the Gucci Man and Kevin Hart books, they was very motivational too. You know, Gucci Man. Gucci Man. I, I I earned a new respect for Gucci Man when I read his book. 
I ain't, I ain't really like Gucci Man. He had a couple songs that I like, you know what I'm saying? But I, I was more of a Jeezy fan. But when I read his book, I was like, dang, because I ain't know that, you know, certain stuff that he was saying that he went through and all that. But the, the, the beauty was of, of it all is that he overcame all of it. You see what I'm saying? He back where he at now, drug free and all that type of stuff. So it kind of, it was kind of similar to my own story a little bit. So I just was like, dang, you know what I'm saying? That's all right. You feel me? Yeah, you know it's funny you mentioned Gucci Man. I'm I'm a I'm a mention this on my podcast. It's something that I hardly ever mention to people. He's actually one of my influences, Gucci Man, and I'm gonna tell you why. Mm-hmm. I used to when I used to work at um I used to work at Walter Reed. I had a I had a buddy. I never forget him. His name was Nellums, right? I come in the office. Nellums listening to Gucci Man every single fucking day. <laughs> Every day, this dude listening to Gucci Mane. So I didn't really like his music, but he listened to him. At, like he listened to him to the point that I had, it, even if I didn't like it, I had to listen to what the dude was saying. Right. So I asked the dude, now I'm, I'm like, now I'm like, how many, like, how many um songs this dude got? Because every day I come in here, you playing something new. He said, man, let. Dude got like, I forgot how many mixtapes. He's like, but man, he got like hundreds of songs. I'm like, man. And the thing is, like, the reason that I that I really like him and I respect him, man, he's one of my influences because he put out so much product. You mm-hmm. have to like him. Right. Like, even if you don't, even if you don't like him, you gotta pay attention to him because it's it's just he got it's so everywhere. much out there. Yeah, it's everywhere. And it's that's why great the market. Yeah, so that's why I'm like, man, my goal is to just keep putting out podcasts because if you, even if you, you know what I'm saying, even if you don't know who I am, right. you eventually one of them going to catch you because I just, I'm just keep creating them. So something going to have to catch your ear. So it's just funny that you mentioned it. Yeah. yeah. I, and, and that's what I'm saying about how, that's what I mean when I say, like, it was motivation. Because, like, when I was reading this book, like, I didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? Like he said, he said the reason he started making all the mixtapes and all that is because, like, when they used to go out of town to do shows and all that, when they be on his tour bus, all his friends and everybody was listening to Lil Wayne. You see what I'm saying? And he's saying, like, damn, I rap. And y'all, all y'all do is listen to Lil Wayne. They like, he's like, why y'all listen to Wayne so much? He said, he, they, he be dropping like shit. He always got another mixtape. <laughs> he said, you know what? That's what I'm about to do. So he said, he stopped writing. He just go in there and freestyle. He freestyle the whole album. Throwing another beat, throwing another beat, throwing another beat. And just rapping. He said, he don't care what he say. Just because he wanted to keep up with Wayne and, you know what I'm saying, how much product he was keeping out. You see what I'm saying? And that's when I said, damn. You know what I'm saying? That made me respect him, like, musically. Like, damn, that's, that's a lot of work. You know what, so, what I'm saying? So let me ask you, what, like, because I, I, I've heard people um, say they do that. Mm-hmm. How, what's your writing style? What do you, how do you do make music? I mean, I, I can kind of do it anyway. You know what I'm saying? I've did that, like, let's say from 2000. Like, I used to write, and then sometimes, like, say I'm just getting on a verse or something like song. I might, I might don't write it, but I can. I listen to the beat and I just make it up in my head, keep going line for line, line for line, until I remember it. So I ain't write it, but then I just go in the booth and spit it. But like, say from 2012 to 2016 when I was in. I ain't writing none of that time. I made all my songs up in my head. 
I wasn't freestyling either though. I just sit down and, and think of it. Like I listen to the beat over and over and over and over. And I'd be saying stuff in my head, say it line, say it, say it line, say it line, say it, to it all add up. You know what I'm saying? Go back, change, like, and then that's, so I did that for so long. But but then like in 2017, every rap that I remember that I made, I tried to write it down on paper because I stopped forgetting the songs. And that's what my homies mm. used to say. Sometimes they'd be like, man, do this, do this what's nice song. And I'd be like, damn, how did y'all even start? <laughs> nah, sometimes you got you got to know that first line to a song or something to get you started. I'd be like, dang, that was the first word. Like, man, that's why you need to start writing this stuff down, man. Like, you tripping, man. Like, nah, I'd be like, then it might come to me another time because it's in my head. It just sometimes I just can't think of. So I sat down like my like two three months and wrote down every song I can think of that I had in my head. Damn. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when I came home, I could have it all on paper just in case I forget one day. I'm in the studio. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna use it. So then, uh, so like now my creative thing is the same thing. Like I, I, I would sit and like listen to music, listen to the beats and listen to the music. And I come up with my, you know, my vibe, my jam or, you know, how I'm going to go on it or whatever, whatever, whatever. And then I just, I remember it, but then I type it in my phone just in case I forget. You see what I'm saying? So you do, so you the type, you, you like when you, when you're doing your creative process, you prefer to hit the beat first. Right. Yeah, yeah, I prefer to hit a beat first. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, that's, how, that, that's how I get my vibe in. It's like the beat tell me what I'm supposed to say. If that make any sense. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So when they play the beat, I start, you know, different instruments saying different things. It might be a violin on there. I'm like, ah, that make me want to cry type of And I just get in that type of feeling with it. And, and it's going to help my pattern, how I'm a rapper on it, my style. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I prefer that. But I can do, do it you? anyway. I know you got like a, a nice little team and I don't want you to name no names because I don't want none of your producers to feel bad, but is it like a, a certain producer that you vibe with more just because of like his sound, his energy? Mm, I used to. Uh, I mean, but I got a couple of them though. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, my homeboy, uh, he's working together for a long time. Like the ones like that, like we always the chemistry just did. So you know they might make a beat, and they have like they call me like man, I can hear you on this job. I made you something. You know what I'm saying? Wait till you hear, you know and send it. You know and then I like I also like making working with producers who make the beat ground up sometimes too. Like when you sitting right there with them, and like say if I was like was this ready hiver, we'd be in there. It ain't nothing. It ain't nothing yet, and they just start saying say a hook. You know what I'm saying? Like, on a block trying to get it in, I gotta get it in. I need money to spend. The head just stop. The head just custom make it right there, you know, for that, whatever you're saying. And that, that always turned out good. Yeah, that sound like it'd be good. That that song, um, I'm going to be honest, my favorite song on your album is uh, I Want It All. How long uh, did it take for you to do that one? I want it all. Which yeah. one is that? Is that the last song? Or? Uh, I want it all. It's the life I live. I'm trying oh, to oh, see yeah. my oh. kids. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. How That's long cool. did it take to do that one? Uh, it actually didn't take that long. Uh, I was in a halfway house when I started that song, right? Ah. So it was like, you know, when I first came home and I was in Habit House, people were sending me beats and all that type. So I had when I had that in the cut, kind of like, you know, I was working on different stuff. And my man, basically, my man Booby that I'm talking about, 
Like he 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 had kind of retired. Like he wasn't rapping no more. He's pushing his son, which is my man Nucci, my label mate. Nucci. Oh, Nucci. See, I heard of him. Yeah, I heard of him. Right. You see what I'm saying? So they was kind of pushing him. So he wasn't rapping for years now. So he was like, man, now that you back, I'm motivated. Make something, you know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to get on there. So that was like kind of the feel that I had for like me and him to get on the song. And I did the hook and all that. And I made my verse. But then it was like months and months and months and he never got on there. I was like, man, what you going to do? <laughs> man, I'm going to get to it. And I said, man, you know what? I'm going to just go ahead and finish it up. You know what I'm saying? So I finished it up and put it on my album. Uh, but he, but okay. So I mean, was it was supposed to be like both of y'all on the song at first? Or? Yeah, yeah. I, I just did that first verse in the hook, and I left the second verse open for him. But when he never do it, that's when I added the second verse, like right before I put it out. I just, it was such a nice uh, song. Oh, wait, yeah. I wanted to go on the project. <clears throat> yeah. How long did it take you to complete the project, the old one? Hmm. Oh, law. Let me see. Uh, I say a couple weeks, a month. I mean, because it, it, it's not, it ain't really take that long. Because what I do is when I'm in the recording process, like right now, I'm, uh, I'm in the recording process for my next project called VOS, Voice of the Struggle. Go along with my clothing brand. So <clears throat> what I do is just record and record and record and record and record. So I might have 30, real life, 30, 40 songs for that project and then i go in you know what I'm saying let different people let people hear these different songs and the ones that get the most likes like people like yeah that general bang you know what i'm saying everybody i like that one i like that one i like that one then i start picking them out and put them in the project then i like to put them together so it can have type of continuity you see what i'm saying then i'll make an yeah. intro last so well, like i got an intro last yeah i make the intro last usually you know what i'm saying because that's mm-hmm. how that's how i stamp the album like I might have a name for the album, like I said, but I already got songs recorded. And I might be like, damn, what I wanna call this jump? And I'll say, you know what? Old law. I'm under that old law, you know what I'm saying? I'm speaking that real stuff. There ain't too many of us left, you know, we under that. And then I say, damn. So once I put the songs together, like how I'ma let people know this is the old law. Then I go back and be like, let me do an intro, old law intro. Let me do an eat up intro. You know what I'm saying? Like after I got it together. So I just put that at the front of the album just to give you the whole feel when it's about to come in so you can know what's happening, you know. You know what, I, I must say, I, you know, it's, I didn't think you, I never really thought about how people created, but that's a great way to do it because I'm gonna tell you, like, I listened to it. Right. And that that song actually set the tone for the album. It, it really right. did. So yeah, that's a creative way to do it. Thanks, I appreciate it. Yeah, next you, we got Voice of the Struggle coming, man. Yeah, you know what's funny? And and that's perfect that you mentioned that too. You know, okay, I'm gonna let you talk about it. How how far along are you in that project? Uh like like I said, uh I mean, I could actually be done. Cause I still got I got a whole bunch of records. You know what I'm saying? Some of just sitting. Just okay. sitting. I got a whole bunch of records. But what I do with them records, like like I said, now I, I would probably go back and still record about 10, 15, 20, have them feeling like, what I go in the studio, have them I can record three a day, two a day, you know what I'm saying? Then I go back and mix them with some of my old jumps. So it's like, once I go in here and do this next little, let's say like the next three weeks, it'll be done, you know what I'm saying? Because I go back and start 
pulling stuff out the cut that I already got. That's a banger. And people saying, why you ain't use that joint yet? I'm about to use it for this. You know what I'm saying? Then I'll stop. But on this album, though, I am trying to have uh, more features than I had on any of my projects since I've been home. Because it's okay. on the voice of the struggle. And I want everybody that is kind of doing their thing or rapping. And, you know what I'm saying? I got to struggle with voice. I want to have, you know, more, more features. Because I ain't have a lot of features on my stuff since I've been out. You um you got a, you got a certain amount of um you got a certain amount of songs you plan on putting on there. I say, uh, no less than ten, no more than twelve. How many? How many was on Olo? Nine. Yeah, it was like nine. I because yeah. I noticed that's like the new trend, right? Like albums are getting a little shorter, which is, I'll say this. If you if you have if you have like eight if, if your song if you if you have the, the amount of songs in the single digits, then mm-hmm. they all need to be bangers. Which, to your credit, you did that. Right. But when, once you get to about, I'm gonna be honest. So for me, I like I'm about 14, 15 songs, and I'm willing right. to say, okay, two of them, two to three of them, yeah, maybe even four, depending on yeah. how strong the other songs are. I could I could just list about four of them. Longest, longest, longest. If you give me about fourteen to fifteen songs, I'm a, I'm I'm good with I'm good with being able to dismiss four of them and still say you got a really good album. A solid album, right? Yeah. So if you could do that, then that that for me, that's my theory. I don't know about anybody else, but for me. All right, well for you there, man. We are gonna go with fourteen. What's your number? Fourteen. Fourteen. All right, fourteen. That's the magic number. But people usually. The reason that became a trend now, uh, EPs again, uh, anything under eight is an EP. Anything above eight is considered an album. You know what I'm saying? Mixtapes don't count. I mean, you know, mixtape could be any amount of number. But people do that. So, because uh, it's like people's attention span is short now. There's so much music out here. Yeah. You know, people don't make it through your whole album. They might get the number four and be like, ah, I'll come back later. I'm going to turn this Migos on or I'm going to turn. Mariah on or anything. People take songs of the album and make their own playlist. I'm going to tell you straight up. I've only listened to... It's funny because you mentioned that the attention span. It's not attention span for me. It's just it's so much music. But I, I'm just the honest truth. I listen to the only a whole album I've listened to this whole year. Yours. Um... It's a guy named Gutter Child. I listened to his old album. Oh, yeah. Uh, yep. Um, what's my man named? Freddie Gibbs. I listened to his whole album. Oh, you like Freddie Gibbs out of Indiana? Oh, man. Listen, to me, he had the best album this year. Jeezy and Ross was up there, but Freddie I, I got the best album this year. I seen you the first he did. Nah, I ain't heard it. What's the name of it? Bandana. Bandana, yeah, I gotta check it out. I, I I never really listened to too much of his music, but I heard him. You know what I'm saying? I heard him a lot. Of I wasn't. Time. I wasn't. I'm gonna be honest. I wasn't a big. I didn't know who he was. Um, mm-hmm. one of my buddies told me about him. Cause right. I'm all. I ain't gonna lie. I'm always dismissing dudes. I'm like, look, it ain't Jeezy, it ain't Ross, it ain't who I know. <laughs> I usually just dismiss him. But <laughs> he's right. like, nah, you gotta check out Freddie. I'm like, all right, let me check him out. It's joint. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, Freddie Gibbs, I read a, uh, an article about him when I was in, about he was, uh, he was talking about how he got caught up in London, I want to say, 
or somewhere across seas. Yeah, with that rape charge. The rape charge. Yeah. Right, right. I think it was Sweden. Sweden or Switzerland, one of them. I heard him before them, but that's how I was like, dang, you know, the stuff he was talking made a lot of sense. He seemed like a you know, a genuine guy. So I said, I like him. Yeah. Get into his music like that. So I'm gonna check that out. One day I'm just sitting down riding the car. Freddie Gibbs, yeah. That's what's up. Now you we you mentioned the clothing line. How did that how did that come about? The clothing line. How did it come about? You wanna take this one? Sorry, nah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the clothing line, it started as a kind of idea that uh wifey threw in the air. Wifey kind of threw it in the air as an idea to go along with the music movement and generate some, some some cash. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It's like, you know, you still a hustler, you just got some different product type of thing. So Are you uh, did you come up with those designs for the clothing? Uh yeah. Some of them. Some of them. I think I think you moved away a little bit. You, your voice went oh, out a little bit. <laughs> Oh, no, no, my fault. I'm right here. Yeah, some okay. of them. Not, not all, though. My, uh, one, one of my business associates, they come up with some of the stuff, too. You know, we kind of take the ideas and throw them up and then, you know, give constructive feedback on what we think will work, what we think don't work. You know what I'm saying? Man, so, I must say, I was really impressed, man. I Like, you got some, like, really good clothes. Like, I, I'm, you know... This is no knock on t-shirts because I love t-shirts too, and I love to see, you know, brothers and sisters trying to, you know, get their clothing line up. But right. you actually offer joggers. I, yeah. I like those joggers, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jerry. This fall line, this fall line, real drippy, man. But look, I don't know if I really got the body for the joggers, but I like them. <laughs> <laughs> now we might, we might get you in the pit, man. Yeah, they all the 3X, man. They all be the 3X, so. Damn, yeah. look, I'm going to stick to the hoodie season. The hoodie season. <laughs> I'm going to stick to the hoodies, yeah, yeah. man. <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah, I got the hoodies coming too, man. But, yeah, this fall, man, it's going to be a, you know, it's going to be a real lot of drip going on. VOS, you know, iciness going on. So, the fall line, just about to land this week. So, you know, I'm, I'm kind of excited about that. We got a... Uh, you know, a lot of people interested in what's going on for the fall line. So, yeah, it, it, it's a good thing, and hopefully, in the future, it just, it just get better and better. Do you, you know? do you have a passion for one over the other? Definitely, music. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, like I said, clothes are just a, a, you know to, to to be in tune with the you know with the movement and kind of uh, generate. You know what I'm saying? It's a legal stream of, stream of income. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. You know what I'm saying? But I do, I'm starting to, you know, it's starting to grow on me, though. Like, you know, liking it more and more and really, you know, getting excited about coming up with a design and seeing people like it. Like, man, you, you thought of that. Like, that was cool. You know what I'm saying? And then, like I said, as far as the music movement, now, everybody buying VOS or, you know, supporting the brand and they wearing VOS. Then when I drop the album, like somebody don't know, they just think everybody got on stuff from the album. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, 
And I, so I can go VOS volume one, VOS volume two. You know what I'm saying? I can drop let you VOS sure? Page. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Jeezy did it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, so when it's all said and done, how do you want to be remembered? When it's all said and done, how I want to be remembered? That's a good question. I want to be remembered as a good dude with a good heart who came through and motivated. You know what I'm saying? Like, and of course, people are always going to have something to say, but I can say 90% of the people that I've interacted with my whole life, kind of, they all had good stuff to say about me. You see what I'm saying? So that's kind of how I want to be remembered. Like, you know, as a motivator, you know what I'm saying? We have a lot of people hit me on the gram and say, like, some you don't you doing, man? You motivate me. You know what I'm saying? Some of them dudes that I was in with, some dudes that already been home. You know what I'm saying? It's like, man, let's see what you're doing. Like this, you know what I'm saying? This is real motivation. Like, you make me want, you know. So it's kind of how I want to be. And I want to be a staple in our city. Okay. Not without, you know, attended to be. No. Hey man, I I can say man, you motivate me man, cause you know I you know I I'm gonna be I lost contact with you, um <laughs> I wasn't sure you know I didn't know that you know you had did did the time, right? And when um when my sister told me she saw you man, I was so happy to hear, it. and I was like, hey, did yeah. you get his number? She was like, well, he on Instagram, man. I I looked you up like. Pull my phone outside, like, oh man. And then I saw you was doing, you know, you had the clothes, you was doing the music. Man, right. look, let me tell you something, man. I'm look, I know, you know, you did the times, you know, but that's in the past, man. Look, I'm proud of you, bro. I'm thanks, I, man. I, I'm really proud Appreciate of you, man. Everything man. you're doing, I really man. do. I, like, I'm, I'm genuinely happy for you, man. I just want you, you know, I can see things taking off for you. And I'm just genuinely happy, man, because you, you know, what you said, you are a good dude, man. Like, I don't care, you know, about all that stuff in the past, man, because we, we all got things going on in our environment that sometimes make us make bad decisions. But to see what you're doing now, man, I'm telling you, it, it, it warmed my heart, man. I'd be so happy seeing you on the ground, smiling and performing and right. showing Thanks. your clothing Thanks. line, man. So congratulations, yeah, Appreciate bro. it. Thanks, man. I, I want to say the same to you, man, to see you, you know, taking care of yourself. He always was a bright guy, though, but still, like, the podcast thing, you see what I'm saying? Like, I applaud that, you know what I'm saying? Like, because that's, that's something, like, these, you know, podcasts and these different type of things, they take off, you know what I'm saying? Breakfast Club, I mean, it's, it's a lot of, you know what I'm saying? So, I feel like, you know, keep pushing your brain, and if, you know, I could send you people to, you know, get you interviews or help with or whatever, like, you know what I'm saying? So I'm definitely proud of you about that. Hey, man, thanks. So we, look, like I said, we're just going to continue to support each other. I have a little <laughs> VOS shirt on, man. I, I need a new one. I got to get a great one. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I got to yeah. get it. I, but I think I'm going to wait a couple I'm gonna wait a couple weeks because hoodie seeds are coming up. So I think I want, like, a great hoodie or something. So I'm gonna have yeah. to hit you up and get that. Yeah, yeah, hit me up, man. Let me know. And anytime, man, you'll have me back on the show. I'll be back, uh, man. I get my wife. Uh, look, whatever. Look, I bro, I said, bro, look, it's an honor to talk to people who doing well, man. And I, I consider you a good brother. You doing well, so it's an honor to carve out this time to talk to you. And I appreciate you carving the time to talk to me, man. Thanks, man. And I apologize for that last time. I, I it slipped my mind. I was moving too fast, but. You oh, did. Man, look, look, <laughs> look, we got it done, man. Look, the past is the past, bro. Right. You need to tell people how to follow you, man. 
Oh yeah, you can check me out at uh on Instagram at BDR Music. That's B D R M U Z I C at BDR Music. You can follow the clothing line on IG at V O S underscore BDR. That's V O S underscore BDR. And I got both the same handles on Facebook, which is BDR Music, BDR M U Z I C, and V O S underscore BDR for the clothing line. Or VOS underscore BDI, yeah, on Facebook too. And you can also check on my website to stay updated to everything I'm doing, whether it's clothes, shows, uh, anything, interviews. Uh, and that's www.bdrmusic.com. B D R M U Z I C. I got all my albums on there, my mixtapes, videos, everything. Check that out. www.bdrmusic.com. And you all can follow me again. I'm on I'm on Instagram. It's Conversations with Lamp. That's also my Facebook name. Um, you all could please like, share the podcast. I want to thank everyone for taking the time to listen. And you all have a great day. <laughs>